Would you like to become a fascinating personality, break free from plateaus, and gain power over your mental resources and your full potential? You came to the right place. Welcome to a magical journey to yourself. This show is made in Germany. If you like the show, please subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or PureMindMagic.club. Welcome to Season 1, Shaping Your Reality. And here is your host, international magician, speaker, and book author, Victoria Mavis. and gentlemen thanks for tuning in to the next special guest interview on pure mind magic today with a guest from the united states who is a speaker author entrepreneur and very passionate about helping brands grow with his company where he's the founder of interview valet And as the name triggers, this is a company that helps you to get booked on podcasts. So you can start your own podcast tour to promote your book, your product or your service. And Tom and his team will help you with that. So a very interesting man when it comes to podcasting and incredible experience because Tom himself has been on more than... 1,200 interviews, podcast interviews. So he's the resource when it comes to learning how to be a special guest on podcasts. And maybe you're wondering in this very episode why you hear a light echo in the background. And there's a reason for that because this interview was recorded in a very special place. I won't spoiler right now because Tom will address it in the interview so you will learn but Tom was begging me after the interview that I should leave the echo in and the whole thing really inspired him to do a video what you can check out as well. I hope you're curious enough now so that we can jump directly into the interview. And before, just a quick note for you in the show notes, there will be a cool link to a platform in the United, no, in UK, actually, where I'm an affiliate and where you can get things done very quickly or offer some jobs there. So it's a good platform. Check it out. The link is in the show notes. And now really enjoy this interview. Hi, Tom. Welcome to the show. Victoria, I am thrilled to be here. Thank you so much. Well, I'm happy that you are my guest. And it's so funny how things come along. I just heard you on an interview at Eventual Millionaire and just liked your style, your energy and thought, hmm, you would be a great guest on my show. And here you are. I made you appear. 
<laughs> Pure magic. And one of the things I love today is that, you know, in probably Y2K, they used to talk about the six degrees of separation. You know, now I think it's probably two degrees of separation. There's a lot of problems in the world, but there is no better time to be alive. Yeah, that is a good way to put it, I would say. And uh, Tom, to get right into this amazing interview, can you tell us who you are and what you are doing? Sure. So I am Tom Schwab. I'm in Kalamazoo, Michigan, halfway between Detroit and Chicago. Yes, Kalamazoo really exists. And one of the things that I try to explain to people when they say, well, what do you do? First question I always ask is, do you listen to podcasts? Because I'm amazed that still only 40% of the population listens to podcasts, which, you know, if you're listening to this, you're scratching your head too going, wow, why wouldn't everybody? But what I what we do is we introduce people that should know each other. So we work with authors, speakers, coaches, um, uh, brands to get them on podcasts that their ideal customers are already listening to so that they can get to know, like, and trust them and really turn people from being a, a passive listener into an active visitor to their site and ultimately an engaged customer. Uh, you know, I, my mom still has no idea what I do. She doesn't understand podcasts, but I told her that basically I help introduce people to each other that should know each other. And she says, That sounds like a great thing. So that's the easiest way to boil it down. Interview Valet introduces amazing people to uh, their ideal customers. Mm, fantastic. So that means you are also creating kind of magic with your agency. And I would agree, Tom, I'm wondering why not everyone is listening to podcasts yet. It's always an adventure, especially today for me, because uh, I'm on tour and I'm at a seminar the next days. And this seminar is in, in a special location. I hope to pronounce it right now because it is in a monastery. And everyone is sleeping right now, and here's no internet connection, as you can imagine. So in my room, there's no internet connection, and I was now going down into the seminar room, hiding here, because this is the only spot in the whole building where you've got internet connection to do the interview with you, because at my time, it is already evening. So it's so interesting, but I thought, okay... It is Tom today. I have to do this interview no matter what. And this is why I'm here. I showed up. I'm doing this interview while everyone is sleeping around here in the monastery. So, <laughs> and uh, Tom, you are really an interview expert because it is amazing. I have never spoken to someone who has done already more than 1,200 interviews. How did you make this possible? Well, to me, uh, I enjoy talking. So uh, my background is inbound marketing, using content to attract, engage, and delight customers. And that always used to mean writing blogs. And one of the hacks that we used to use was guest blogging. So instead of me writing a blog, putting it up on my own site, well, we could put it up on sites like Wall Street Journal or Huffington Post or someplace where your audience already was. And so about four and a half years ago, I proposed, could you use podcast interviews in the same way? Could you get on a podcast interview and share your information there, almost like we used to do with guest blogging? 
And for me, uh, writing is, is tough. It's it's like a homework assignment. So for me to write that guest blog was tough, but for me to show up on a podcast interview or 1,200 podcast interviews was actually a whole lot of fun. I got to meet a lot of people, uh, got to um, share what I knew with a whole lot of potential customers, and I was just amazed, Victoria, on the magic that came out of that, uh, the magic of the relationships, both with the podcast hosts, the magic of the engagement with the audience that had heard me and, and talk about what we did and why we did it. But then also some of the things that I didn't even see coming, like that we could use every one of those podcast interviews to transcribe it and make blogs or take a little piece out of it and make a social media or even the magic of search engine optimization that every time you're on a podcast interview, they link back to your site. So all of a sudden, that's one of those trust signals that helps you get found on the internet. Um, I, I wish I could stay that I, when I started, I knew exactly what I was doing. Uh, but like so many times, we, we start and we learn as we go. And sometimes we're amazed by the results ourselves. That's fantastic. And you have written a great book around it that is called Podcast Guest Profits. And in the book, you describe that you developed over the years a system on how to get to other shows, giving interviews there and promote your products, services or whatever. So Tom, can you give us a few cues how the system works and for the listeners who play with the idea to become a podcast guest, how do you approach it with what mindset and what are yeah the best ways to approach a host you don't know yet? And Victoria, you hit right on the words there. Mindset and systems. So I'm going to jump into the systems first. You know, success comes through systems. If you ask somebody how they did something and they can't explain it, the chances are is they probably don't understand themselves how it happened. To them, it's it's just magic. And so trying to reproduce that um, can be very tough. So that's one of the things that we focused on at the very beginning. Now, a podcast interview, that's almost like fuel to an engine. But if you have fuel, but you don't have the engine, you'll never get work out of it. So we really looked at it from a systematic way. What kind of podcast interviews make the difference? And we, we spell all of this out in the book. And um, I'll, I'm happy to give away free copies of the book. I uh, sell a lot on Amazon, but honestly, I give more away. And uh, for all your listeners, you know, I'll uh, make that available for them for free. But one of the things we do is we look at it and we say, what makes the difference between a great podcast that moves the needle and one that's just an appearance? And so we talk about that and how you pick a podcast and uh, how you look at the podcast, how you look at the website, how you look at the social media reach. And then the second thing is how do you pitch a podcaster? And in some ways, this is has to do a lot with mindset. A lot of people come back and they're like, well, you know, I, I, I don't know what I would offer the podcaster. Well, if you go in with that mindset, um, you're probably self-defeating. You know, all of us know something that's amazing to others, but ordinary to us. And so you have to find out what are those things that you could help people with? What things could you offer the audience? Because if you reach out to a host and say, 
Dear host, I would like to be on your podcast so I can promote my book to your audience. No, that's not going to help. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk talks about jab, 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 right hook. I was looking at it as give, 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 ask. So what you should be doing is identifying when you uh, reach out to these podcast hosts, reach out to them and say, hey, here's the things that I could help your audience with. These are the things that I could uh, provide service of them. And even the mindset of, are you going to make this a cold pitch or are you going to reach out like it's a friend? Because no one likes a cold pitch, Uh, but everybody likes to interview and talk with their friends. So before you even uh, reach out to a podcaster, make sure that you listen to a couple of the shows. Make sure you know what you could offer them. Leave a rating and review. I tell you what, every podcast host will pay attention to you. They'll know who you are if you leave them a rating and review. Share some stuff on social media with them. So build up that relationship, then reach out to them and say, hey, I would love to serve your audience by being a guest on the podcast. And now we talk about that system again. So getting on the podcast is one thing, but then how do you turn people from being a passive listener to an active visitor. And I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit on this. And before you heard me talk about the book, right, of, hey, you can get a copy of the book. Well, one of the things that you can do is give people different ways to say yes, to come back to your website. So maybe it's a a small yes. I could say there's a checklist that I use for each and every podcast interviews. Uh, it's, It's a summary of all the mistakes that have been made in over 5,000 podcast interviews. If you just want that checklist, just come back to the website. And I could say, come back to interviewvalet.com forward slash pure mind magic. And everything that Victoria and I talk about will be there. I could then say, you know, the copy of the book. If you want a free copy of the book, just come back to that same page. And then later on in the interview, I could say, you know, if you want to to talk with me, uh, if you want to get my social media, if you want to connect with me, if I can help you in any way, just come back to interviewvalet.com forward slash pure mind magic. And that's really where that system comes in place. Because um, if you don't believe me, just go to that page right now and I can tell you what's going to be there. You don't know me from anyone, right? You've heard me, but you've never seen me. Victoria, you know her. You like her. You've seen the the artwork for the podcast. So when you go to that page, we call it a welcome page, what you're going to see is Victoria's picture. You're going to see the artwork for Pure Mind Magic. When you get to that page, you're going to know, hey, this is the right place. In e-commerce, they call that trust seals. And uh, really for us, it's really just showing people that, hey, you're here. It's almost like a tacit endorsement. And then you can go through and, and talk about you know what you offer and, and give those offers. And that's one of the things that we found from our testing also in that system is that a lot of times in digital marketing, they'll say one call to action. And I don't disagree with that in digital marketing, but on podcasts, we've tested it. And it's almost like meeting somebody or, or talking to them from the stage. You've got to meet them where they are. So give them a small yes, like a checklist of the interview checklist. Give them a medium um, yes, which could be a free copy of the book. And then give them a heck yes, which is, hey, if you want to talk with me, just go here. You can find a time on my calendar. So that's really – we pulled back the curtain there and showed you exactly how the magic trick is done. And it's uh, it's not magic. It's really just a system. 
That's great, Tom, that you have revealed this and gave us some magic tricks around the interview process and how to approach it. So you talked also about blogs. What would you say is the biggest difference when it comes to blogs and podcasts and where is it easier to sell something? Um, you know, I think really it comes back to selling. And one of the best tweets I have ever seen on the internet comes from a gentleman by the name of Rand Fishkin. Uh, he ran a company called Moz. And he said, the best way to sell something today is not to sell anything, but to earn the awareness, respect, and trust of those who might buy. So I think the better question, and, and probably just to rephrase the question that you asked, is where's the best place to earn the awareness, trust, and respect of those that might buy? And I don't know that there's one answer to that. So for some people that are visual learners, they might want to do that from a, uh, from a video. There are other ones that love to read. And so for them, a blog might work out well. Personally, I'm an audio learner, so I don't read a whole lot of blogs anymore. I'll listen to a lot of podcasts. If you want to get in front of me, you'll need to get on a podcast. And I think the other thing, too, is that uh, how much do people have to get to know, like, and trust you before they buy from you? So if it's if you're only selling a small widget that takes a little bit of trust that maybe, you know, the – $7 tripwire. Well, you might be able to do that from a Facebook ad. It's not going to take a lot of decision on my part to, to make a $7 decision. But if you're doing something that's bigger, you know, a, a bigger lifetime value, uh, more of a professional service, more of something that you want to differentiate yourself and talk about the value that you bring, you're going to have to find out a way to do that. And that could be in a longer form for video. It could be a longer form blog, it could be a, a longer form webinar, or it could be a podcast or even a podcast interview. You know, one of the things that I think is amazing, to me it's just magic, is how we can create content the way we like to and then repurpose it almost for free into other way, into other forms that people uh, can can um, can eat, can consume. So, for example, I love podcasts. You know, we both love podcasts and we scratch our head and go, how come everyone just doesn't listen to podcasts? Well, the truth is in the United States, 10% of the U.S. population is hearing impaired. They're probably never going to listen to podcasts, but they listen to a lot of uh, – uh, read a lot of blogs. Uh, there are a lot in social media. So right now we could take this podcast interview, transcribe it, and now the hearing impaired could um, enjoy this this content. In the same way, we could take the, the audio, put some pictures over the top of it, and now we've got somebody, a video for somebody that they could watch. You know, I remember somebody asked me, when do you think podcasts will be 100%? When will 100% of the people listen to podcasts? And I scratched my head and I'm thinking, Newspapers never got to 100%. TV and radio never got to 100%. So I think today it's just about producing it in the way that's easiest for you and then repurposing it in the way that's easiest for your customer. 
That is a very good strategy there. And I think you're right when it comes to selling. So that it is today more about providing a content and building relationships, building trust, because it's like that people buy from people. They don't buy products or services. They really buy the energy of someone and from people who they know and trust. And I think their podcasting is a great tool to build this relationship and build that trust because you get to know the host over time. So coming back to your interview, Valley, and uh, organizing all these interviews and connecting amazing people on both sides of the microphone, what would you say from your perspective and you as a podcast interview expert, what are the biggest values you can get when you get on a podcast interview tour? And I think really you have to start with the end in mind. What do you want the outcome to be? And that's always a question that we ask people when they come to us to work with. The first one is who do you want to talk with and what do you want them to do? So there's so many different ways of doing this. You know, we'll have some clients that come to us and their goal is to build their own podcast, right? If you want to find podcast listeners, the best place to find them is listening to other podcasts. So that can be a strategy right there. Other people come to us and they'll say, I want to do this just for the search engine optimization value, uh, where every time I'm on a podcast, I get a backlink. And so that can be powerful if you're just starting out uh, a website. But for most people, they're trying to fill their funnel, right? They're trying to get that steady flow of leads, of new customers, of interest. So for them, they're really trying to get out there uh, to get known. And so they could be building their email list. That could be a way to do it. Other ones could be selling a, a product. Maybe it's a small product like a book or a, a video or a course that could lead into a higher uh, priced uh, product. Um, you know, like a, a mastermind or um, a bigger course. Some of the companies we work with are brands with, that have large products or software as a service. And they're looking at, you know, how can we get this, this conversation going with people? Because really at the heart, marketing is a conversation with somebody that could be an ideal customer. So how can we start that conversation so that we can show them that we understand them, we understand their problem, we've worked with people like them, and maybe that next step for them is uh, to set up a demo. Maybe it's a free trial of something, uh, but really trying to build that relationship. I've always said it's never been easier to sell something online. You know, if you just want to sell something, just be a penny cheaper than the next person on Amazon. But that's not building a business. You know, for a business, you've got to have that lifetime value. You've got to have profits. Uh, you've really got to have customers that are going to be with you for the long term, not just because you're the cheapest one around. And for that, I think people have to get to know, like, and trust you. So uh, we always start with with a podcast interview. What do you want to do? And then we try to build the strategy to get those goals and then secondary goals on top of that. So you would say it requires here as well the right mindset to get into it, to really have clarity on what you want? Very much so. And you know, one of the things that I see is people ask me, what's our biggest competitor? Um, what's the thing that you worry about most? 
I would say my biggest competitor is, is the same biggest competitor as you and anybody else that's listening. It's that person that you see in the mirror because if you have the right mindset, you're much more confident, believable, entertaining, engaging on that podcast. You realize that there's something that you can do something you can share that will help people. And so I think it all starts with mindset. I uh, was talking with a uh, uh, one of our clients that is a vocal coach, and he's worked with some huge uh, athletes, some huge actors, even singers. And he talks about getting in the right mindset as far as the pre-interview checklist. So do you go through that same um, preparation or do you just run on stage very cold? Uh, you know, uh, my checklist, and I share this with everybody, is I've got things that I go through. So it's very reproducible. It gets my mindset where I know I'm here to do a podcast interview. I focus on this. I do different things uh, to make sure that the interview is everything that it can be. And uh, with that, it all starts with mindset. So true what you're saying there. So, Tom, with your background and your expertise, what would you say, how does the future of podcasting look like? To me, I heard a, a line a couple of weeks ago, and it was it really struck me. I uh, believe the name's, gentleman's name was William Gibson that originally said it. He said, the future is here. It's just not evenly distributed yet. So when people say, what's the future look like? Well, I think the future's already here. It's just going to get more like this. So right now, I'll ask people, do you listen to podcasts? And they'll say, mm, no, I don't. But yet they'll listen to Sirius XM. And I'm like, a lot of that content is a podcast. Uh, they'll say, no, I listen to AM radio. Well, a lot of content on AM radio is repurposed podcasts. Um, they'll say, no, I listen to a video. I, I love Gary Vaynerchuk's uh, video that he does. Well, that's a podcast. So I think the future looks like that we're going to be seeing podcasts everywhere. Uh, it'll be part of our daily life, but we may not call them a podcast. I, I remember a few months ago, I asked my daughters, my two youngest daughters, uh, what the pod stood for in podcast and they just sort of rolled their eyes and said i don't know dad what does the pod stand for in podcasts but for them they had never grown up in a time without an ipod so for them a podcast is something that you listen to on your smartphone or now something you download from your car uh something that you listen to on a computer so i think really the future of podcasting is more of what we see already, but we're probably not going to count it as podcasting. Really, it's just going to be, how can we have this audio conversation with somebody that could be an ideal customer? How can we learn from an audio experience? How can we share? How can we teach others what we always already have? So I think the, uh, the future is going to look a lot like the present, uh, but a lot more of it. That sounds good. I think there's still great potential for podcasts, especially when it becomes easier to listen to them directly in your car and with Alexa from Amazon when you get access to that, so that it is growing more and more. So because you mentioned it already, maybe we refer to that other than just podcasting. Let's face it as audio. And why, Tom, would you say 
there is so much power in audio in general? I think for a couple of reasons. It's the only medium where we can multitask, probably multitask safely while doing it. So I can't read a physical book while I'm driving. At least I shouldn't. Um, I can't. Um, I can't make dinner and watch a video at the same time. I, I can't mow the lawn and and read a book or read the newspaper at the same time. But I can do all of those things while listening to audio. And the amazing part too is that I can even change the speed. So I tend to listen to podcasts and audio books at about 2x speed. I've got uh, – I probably have undiagnosed ADHD and so my mind tends to wander a lot. So if I can speed up the the audio, I can actually concentrate a lot more. So for me, it's like the only medium that you can control when you're doing it, at the speed you're doing it, and you can multitask. Uh, it's it's amazing, and it's sometimes I think we, we use words interchangeably now. Uh, I'll, I'll often say, I read a book this weekend. Well, I listened to a book, but it's the same thing for me. So it's, a, it's an amazing medium. Uh, and the other thing, too, is the richness of conversation comes through. Uh, I saw a study that said 8% of the communication that you do is the words you choose. The other, would that be, 92% is body language and the tone and the your voice that you use. So I think there's something powerful about me just reading a blog and just looking at the words as compared to me hearing the person that came up with those words and the meaning they put it to it, the inflection they put to it. I think it's just a much richer experience. I guess it's the difference between uh, your best friend calling you and talking or the best friend just sending you an email. That is a really good example. And I think words are powerful. So from the past, we know the magic words like abracadabra. That means I create as I speak. And there's still this power to words. And I just read that when you change your patterns in words and how you speak, you actually change your reality. I could see that. I, I'd never thought about that, but can you have reality unless you don't have words? Uh, do the words develop the reality? Um, and it is so powerful to put words in your own mind through affirmations or put words in other people's minds um, through audio learning. Uh, you know, when, I, when I'm running, uh, the power that that person has to be in my earbuds, and really that's the only noise I hear. And uh, if I, I never thought about that, Victoria, but the, that words and the power that you have really can create your, your reality on that. If I'm listening to somebody that's upbeat, I'll be a lot more upbeat as I'm, um, as I'm running Whereas if I'm finding somebody that's you know low energy uh, and negative, uh, it's not going to be a good run. Yes, definitely. And I think also when it comes to podcasting, it is like we all have this self-talk going on the whole time. And it's very important what we are telling ourselves on a regular basis. And I think uplifting podcasts can really help, help to break 
a negative self-talk, like when you're in this negative loop and thinking all these negative thoughts and telling yourself that you can't do this and that. But when you're listening to the podcast, it's like you're shifting your focus and your attention to something else, to a positive content. And I think with the voice, there's also the emotions that come through where there's a difference when you read something from a book. It's just ink on paper, but with podcasting, you have this emotional connection as well. And I think that can really help when you're not in the best mood to get yourself out of the bad move, mood and, yes, uh, enhance your frequency. And, and I think something about podcasts, it's more transparent and it's more real. I think people allow their flaws to be shown and talk about them a lot more. Um, I would say the best podcast is like sitting down at a diner and there's two people that are friends that are at the booth behind you and they're talking, they're sharing and you can listen in, but you can't join in because that would be rude. And you really can't just turn around and look at them because that would be rude. But I think of like when you started this podcast, you were so honest that here you are, you're you're working, you're at a monastery, and you couldn't find a place for the interview. Uh, but you found a quiet place and you found a good place with the internet. I'm not sure people would say that um, in a blog or they'd say that in a video. So many times videos seem like we've all got uh, you know the makeup done, the hair done. You're not sure if this is take number number one or take number 10. But there's something just real about podcast interviews where it's just a couple people talking. And I think with that, I noticed that people are a lot more real. They'll tell you what their problems are, the struggles. When you talked about those inner voices, uh, I think everybody uh, was probably shaking their head that's listening going, oh, yeah, I've got those. And I'm thinking personally, yeah, if, if other people talk to me the way I talk to myself at times, uh, I wouldn't be their friend anymore. So there's something interesting about the the rawness and the realness of podcast interviews that I think can help people um, realize that they're not alone. We're, we're all in this together. That sounds good, yeah. And uh, I recently heard that podcasting is supposed the most intim intimate medium that is out there at the moment and i think it's true what you're saying so because video everyone is looking to, to look good and the same with photos and you, you can correct it but with audio there is this instant connection you can build there and you can be honest with the listeners and they get to know you very well over time so tom you mentioned that you have a gift for the listeners and to clear it and because we learn through repetition can you give us once again the website where the listeners can go to to get your book and maybe also your checklist because i know you're a really big fan of systems and also to connect with you Yes, Victoria. And I'll just put that at interviewvalet.com forward slash pure mind magic. And think about this. If you're listening to a podcast, you can't write everything down. And so that's a best practice right there. Make it easy for people to take the next step. So interviewvalet.com forward slash pure mind magic. And at that uh, website there, uh, you can see what an example of a welcome page looks like. 
You'll be able to get the checklist um, that I use, that every one of our clients use before every podcast interview. There'll be a free download copy of the book, Podcast Guest Profits, How to Grow Your Business with a Targeted Interview Strategy. And finally, I'll put all of my social media, my calendar links there. So if there's any way I can be of service to you, please reach out. Just go to interviewvalet.com forward slash pure mind magic. That's a fantastic offer, Tom. Thank you so much for this. And before we end our interview today, can you share with us what was your biggest struggle in life so far and how did you overcome it? I think my biggest struggle has been thinking what I knew everybody else knew. And what's ordinary to us is amazing to other people. Think about a magic trick that you do. Once you've done that magic trick, it sort of becomes ordinary to you, but it's amazing to other people. You know, the, the first time that you do anything, uh, the first time you ride a bike, to all those people that have never ridden a bike before, that's amazing. And then you ride a unicycle and everybody looks at you as like, that's amazing. So whatever you have done in your life, whatever you have learned, you have to realize there's other people that are amazed by that and how easy it is today to learn from them and also to share what you have learned. Uh, it makes the world a much nicer place, a much richer place, and a lot funner place. Really great words to end this interview. Tom, thanks again for being on Pure Mind Magic today, and I'm looking forward to stay in touch with you. Thank you, Victoria. This has been so much fun. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening to this episode. And by now, you probably found out why there was this slight echo in the background. We were talking about it and Tom kept his promise. So he actually did this really amazing video that is on Facebook. And I will put a link so you can check it out. It's very inspirational what he's saying about words in general in this video. And it also has a very cool look. So check it out as well as the platform from the, from UK that I mentioned in the beginning where you can Yeah, outsource whatever you need to get done to become more productive, what I think is always magical. So make sure to click on the link. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to Pure Mind Magic. With this, you won't miss any new episode that is coming up. And it is getting closer to my birthday on Thursday, where I'm really preparing this very special interview for you, I mentioned. And Before we have Wednesday tomorrow, so there will be another midweek motivation. And because it is so new, I decided to do that about my book and also inspire you to write your own book because there is still some magic around having a book and being an author. And you know, there are several authors here on the show. So a good way to become one yourself. And also you will find out more about the book and can see if this might be something for you to get you interested in podcasting as well. Always good because I just got 26 new applications from guests who want to be here on 
the podcast on Pure Mind Magic only today. So I have my, I have to work my way through. But when this is your call, don't hesitate and you can apply as well to inspire the people here on this magic podcast all around mindset. If you want to, just send me your application and your pitch to puremindmagic at gmail.com. That is puremindmagic at gmail.com. That's it. Talk to you tomorrow, all for now. Until then, create some magic. <laughs>